You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Single Ladies After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Single Ladies After Show. All my single ladies, all my single ladies, all my single ladies. Come on, you're going to join the ladies. All my single ladies, all my single ladies. Hey, guys. Welcome. Fingers for doing. And we are here doing another great after show on After Buzz TV. This is the after show for single ladies. This is episode number four, season two, and it's called Deuces. Now, there was so much going on. We have so much juicy stuff to talk, talk about. It just seemed like every character on the show was going something, going through something, something that was crazy. just pretty dramatic. <laughs> yes, we will just dive right in. Again, my name is Fallon. I'm one of the hosts. We have Miss Spicy Maddie over here. Keeping it and sizzling in the building. We have a very, very special guest in the house. Ow. Her name is Laurel House, and she is the author of Quickie Chicks Cheat Sheets. I am the Quickie Chick. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. We're we're so excited to have you. Just even watching the show, we were able to, you know, get some advice from you and talk about like all this dating stuff that we're dating expert. Exactly. Like we're we're watching the show, but then we're asking dating advice to Laura, (laughs) which is great. So that is generally what happens. I have an opinion about a lot of things, and That's I, I have like a problem after expressing buzz. it. <laughs> and we would love to hear your opinion about the show. So let's jump right into it. Um, Raquel, let's go to her. Now, we've seen Raquel before. She's the one that was divorced. Well, not divorced. She was engaged, and she just decided to call it off. And now we see her dating many, many, many types of men. Yeah, every episode she's dating a different guy. Now, this episode, she is dating a very younger Young. man who happens to be Little Romeo, who you said you <laughs> went to school with well, or something? I didn't go to school with him, but he went to my high school. So he actually was there when my little sister was there. Oh, How okay. interesting. Yeah. Because he is very young. So yeah. this episode, yeah. he was 20 years old. Which, wow. I mean, he, yeah, he can't even drink. Yeah. Now, when she had asked him, how old are you? And he said 20. She kind of hesitated, but she still went with it. And yeah. I'm like, how do you go from dating a man to a 20-year-old? Well, he has the soul of a 35-year-old. That's He did say that. <laughs> it's the cougar mentality. And I think a lot of chicks, especially when you're getting out of a relationship with a dude who's older, mm-hmm. you want to just play. You want to have yeah. fun. And, and that was well, what she's doing. Well, she even said she was like, so I'm going to get uh, immaturity and consistency. Oh, so this is like any other relationship I've dated. So she she's kind of like, if I'm going to have a awkward or uncomfortable drama relationship, at least let it be with somebody who I actually like and have passion with. That yes. was Raquel's argument. Well, it's about expectation. So you have to know what you're getting into when you're dating a dude who's who's in his 20s. Yeah. And, and it's it's 
probably not a commitment. It's probably that he just wants to play a and, good time. And, and have a good time. And he is, if you want a boyfriend, I'm sorry. That is not him, <laughs> generally speaking. But yeah, it's not him. Well, Romeo is really cute, and I understand can why I she would be robbing the cradle. <laughs> exactly. Can I say, he does not look as little anymore. Well, I think, I think it's just Romeo. The little That's what I was going to say. I think it's just Romeo. So he was looking a little grown and sexy, but oh, yeah. I know in the episode later on, uh, he kind of just messed up. He cooked well. She said and that. And vegan, which was yes, interesting. She's a vegan, yes. so that was important. He listened. Yes. But then he kind of messed it up when he was at the club and he got into a fight. She was like, all right, yeah, I'm dating a, child. a little kid. That's what it reminded her. Yeah. I, I'm being a cougar right now. I can't go out with someone who I have to worry about him being carded and doesn't even have the proper ID. He had a fake ID with him. Can you imagine how embarrassing that would be if you show up? Oh, your boyfriend has a fake. Sorry, he can't get in the club. Yeah. yeah. I don't Horrifying. think I could do it. Yeah. I haven't ever dated younger. Uh, I think maybe one month max. <laughs> and I, I, I feel Raquel, though, because she's living in the moment. She's always had her family make decisions for her. And for the first time, she was going with it and just going on a whim. But come on now. She, at some point, she's just got to say, can't do it. And we'll see her with another, another guy next episode, but probably. But she probably does need to have that detox time. Yeah. I mean, that's what this is right now. It's her detox. She's going to have fun, and that's okay. But when she's ready to actually move forward again, then stop with the 20s, even the 30s, and just really, you know, land a solid guy. So you believe you can't date a younger man and take it seriously? Well, it depends. I think there are some younger guys who are experienced and who already are established with where they want to be in their life. Yeah. So they already are successful in their career. They've already checked off all of those things that guys feel they need to do before they can get serious. And once they have, then absolutely you can date a younger guy. He just has to be there mentally. Yeah. But in general, if he's accomplished the things that he mm-hmm. wants, because guys have that checklist. Yeah, I can't get married do. until I make this much money, or I have a house, and I have a whatever. So, in general, yeah, guys in their twenties, they're just interested in screwing around. Well, um, Steve Harvey act like a man, um, or no, act, think, think like, like a man, la- think like Ooh. a lady, act, act like, like a, a man. man, or no, <laughs> act like a lady, think like a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. He says yes, that same what... tip, and I in totally his book, agree. Yeah. And you, uh, you agree with that? I, I, I actually love that book, and I, I agree with a lot of oh, what really? he said. That's awesome. Yeah, because I, I tend to think a little bit like a guy. Yeah. And, and you, you have to. You have to put yourself in their shoes. You have to. I mean, even when it comes to, to getting over your ex, mm-hmm. why do guys get over their exes so well? Because they move on and they start dating immediately, whereas girls sit and saturate and in sulk. the drama so and like, oh, they can't move on. Yeah. Yeah. Break up, move on, start dating. This is true. I know when we were talking in there, um, I had said something that a friend had said to me, and it really made sense. And you guys said that you agree that a woman, you know, when she's dating or when she gets married, she marries the right man, not necessarily the right time. But a man, he doesn't necessarily marry the right woman at yep. the right time. Right, exactly. And that's what you're saying about the whole checklist. It's when they're ready, that's when they're going to marry. And that's why you can't try and force a guy to to marry you or get him to propose. What would that be? An ultimatum? It's an ultimatum. <laughs> it would. And it you know, doesn't work. It's right. And it, does, it absolutely doesn't. But you know who else was getting ultimatums on this show was Omar. Omar and Keisha. But let's talk about Omar first. His uh, Lala made a guest appearance mm-hmm. as Omar's sister. Mm-hmm. And she's dating this Omar Gooding, who seems like he could be a good guy, but he's homophobic. Yeah, he was a little homophobic. And now he wants to propose to Lala. What's her character's name? Polly, I think pa- it is. Is it? Presley. 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 And unfortunately, he's giving 
giving Omar the ultimatum, I'll marry your sister, but I want you to stay away from your nephew. nephew. Yeah. And, you know, it, it seems in the beginning of the season, he made it a fact that he takes care of his sister and his nephew. Yeah. He's always played the man role, even though he is gay. He, you know, is the He's man the of the family. Figure. Exactly. So it was surprising to see um, Lala's boyfriend come in, and he first came in apologizing for his homophobic comments, which was nice, but he was like, this is not what I'm really here for. Right. And then when he was saying, okay, you need to stay away, I felt horrible. I felt mm-hmm. Omar just think back. He was lost for war- words. Right. And that ultimatum is just one that yeah. you don't want to have to face as, you know, somebody that you love as a friend or right. a sibling. Nobody should have to go through that. And what really surprised me, Presley said to Omar, you know, he's a good man. Like, let it be. And I'm just like, really, Presley? Like, Omar's been taking care of you and there for you. You've seen this guy flip out on your brother with his homophobic comments, and now you're going to have his back just because he wants to put a ring on it? That's, I mean, that's the problem. So oftentimes, we tr- love is almost like heroin. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah, and, <laughs> definitely a drug. And, and yeah, and and what do you do on heroin? Anything. I mean, I don't know. I haven't done heroin, but but what do I think that you do? Is that is you don't care about anything else? Yeah, you will do absolutely oh anything for that love, and that's what she's doing right now. Yeah. She doesn't care. She doesn't care about the family. She doesn't care about. Anything. She just cares about the love. Yeah, and that's and that's when you know it's unhealthy, and you have to get out of that relationship because you know. I mean, heroin is an addiction, and love can be an addiction, too. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, hopefully she'll see that. And I think, you know, just in every relationship, you know, the person who's in the relationship has to go through it and see for themselves. Omar is going to be like, I'm going to take care of you, I'll be there for you, but Presley's not going to understand until she sees it with her own eyes, like, hey, Well, she's going to have to see him do something to her son. If she sees him snap at the sun, it's going to be something that triggers it, where Omar's going to have to step up and show, look, I'm the father figure. I will always be the father figure till you find the right guy. Mm-hmm. And this just isn't him. I think it's either that or it's when she feels alone and she misses her, her yeah. brother and yeah. she misses his presence in her life. And suddenly, I mean, because that does happen when you say, yes, absolutely, I'm just into my boyfriend. And then you never fe- you can feel more lonely in a relationship than if you were single. Yes. Well, don't get it twisted, though, because last episode, she was still borrowing money from her brother that she didn't ask her man for, the man yeah. who's going to propose to you, and you need help on your rent, but obviously That's you can't not... turn to him. You're turning to your brother still. Right. How quickly we forget and bite the hand that feeds us. Yeah. And so I felt insulted for Omar, the audacity of hope for you to think that you're going to come between me and my family, that I've been taking care of. You've been around for what? How long? Maybe a year at that. Mm-hmm. And you want me to stay away from them? That's and, and, and she didn't even she didn't even defend it. So, Laurel, do you have any dating rules when it comes to um, having ultimatums? Should you have them? Shouldn't you have them? I I don't believe in the ultimatum. No ultimatum. Because if you force someone to do something, maybe they will do it. They're going to resent you after for doing it. Mm -hmm. So I I, I instead believe you should have a conversation. Say, this is where I am. I want to get married or I want to do whatever. But I'm not saying, and you have to do it. It's saying, are we on the same page? Right. This is what I want. Okay. Then I'm leaving. You have to be prepared to leave when you make that statement. Ouch. But it's not enough. (laughs) But you do. I mean, you have Mm -hmm. to say, okay, do I want this relationship really so badly that I want to be married? And and if you do so badly that you want to be married and he doesn't want to marry you, all right, well, you have to be ready to leave that relationship. But the fact is, if the dude wants you, he will... He will show you. He will step up. If, oh, if yeah. you are his focus, you will be his focus. If you will be his priority. So 
Would we say that in this particular episode that Taylor is Malcolm's priority since he has he has abided by her request and decided that he is going to discontinue relationship with Keisha? Yes, yes. he is. Mm-hmm. I she, agree. She, she is. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and and that's so weird, too, because he's clearly not as in love with her. Or in love at all. I know. He's I don't possessed. think that he is in love with her. You can see, you know, he's money hungry. That's why he's so successful. He sees this new girlfriend as a potential way to climb the social ladder and get more money. Exactly. Which Keisha couldn't provide. She's actually in a hole herself. She has a gambling problem. Money. <laughs> exactly. So he's like, let me not mess this up. Dating has so many rules. There's so many ways to go about dating. And I know in your book you said there's a dating section. So you guys out there, if you want to grab this awesome book quickie chicks to everything cheat sheet to love to life to everything you want to know this is what you need to get and the place you should get it at is amazon.com but what you want to do is you want to go to after Buzz tv click on the banner at the top it'll get you to amazon and you'll be able to get this great book and it'll help us come back to the studio and have more shows right and keep the lights on <laughs> keep us be able to have more guests come back and i also have an ebook on there oh, too do? it's called cool. fit to flirt and, nice. you can, awesome. and it's it's actually a free download so you can nice. go on there. Everybody and loves it. free. So everybody yeah, go, exactly. go to AfterBuzz, to then Amazon, and get that free ebook and this Quickie Chicks Quick Quick What is it? Quickie Chicks Cheat Sheet. Cheat sheet. Yeah. That is a tongue twister <laughs> and a half. It's like a Cliff Notes version to life. So you know you don't have to go and experience all the drama. I have done it for you. Oh, nice. So just go and read it, and you can you know. I, I have made all of the mistakes. Now have probably. you have you gone through an ultimatum before? Have you ever experienced that? Um. I have been ultimatumed. Um, I have not ultimatumed someone. Because you know better. Because, yeah. I mean, I have been in a relationship that was long, and I, I saw that it wasn't going going anywhere, mm-hmm. so I had to leave. But I'm, um, I have not, I've not I can probably, it. like, just get a million spicy tips from you. I might be, I might be using her brain <laughs> is, in the near future. collaboration <laughs> we have going on right we here. We have the dating expert over here. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to read that book. You know, you gave us... Great, you know, info about ultimatums and dating younger guys. But what about sex tapes? Because in the show, we have Shelly, who seems like this good girl who has a sex tape and she doesn't want it to come out. It got in the wrong hands. And, you know, it seems kind of taboo. She seems like a good girl. But is this something that everybody should do or shouldn't do? Is What are your thoughts on having a sex tape? Should you do it or not do you it? You know, I'm very much about screwing the rules. Yeah. So there is a rule about not having sex tapes. I say screw it. I mean, really. How many sex tapes do you have? <laughs> <laughs> That's a spicy, spicy question. question. Tell the truth. <laughs> but I think that they are beneficial or can be in a relationship <laughs> because it spices it up. Very and true. and you have to keep you have to put an effort into relationships or it gets boring. Right. But don't be stupid about it. So if you do a sex tape, you keep control of that sex or tape. Or watch it and then delete it. Like that's a spicy it, tip that exactly. I say. Have the camera ready for you know ready for him when he gets home. Make sure that you have everything set up, ready to go. Then you guys watch it after you get the deed done. And then you and then, delete it. Yeah, delete well, it. Well what about if Not you want to be like a Kim Kardashian and and, and put it out there so you can well, get then you some upload it on YouTube. <laughs> and I, I don't know. It's been done so many times. <laughs> I know. Now, but getting it, old. It like, if you were going to make a sex tape, you should have done it during the Paris Hilton <laughs> right, Kim exactly. Kardashian era. That was the in thing to do. Yeah. Right. Now it's not yeah, so. Now, oh, not really? so much. She has a sex tape too? Yeah. All right. There's an app for that now. <laughs> like every sex tape imaginable now. But, I, but I do think I, think, I think it's healthy. And it's just, it's about
about being sexy. It's about flirting with your man. I mean, yeah. even if you've been with the dude for five years, do something to sauce it up or else, you know what? He's going to go and look elsewhere. I am sorry, but... You know, you have to still be sexy for him. So there has to be the condition that you will delete the sex tape afterwards. Because what happens when you don't and you guys break up? And then you are freaking out, yeah. as yeah. Shelly was doing, which I get it. I mean, I'd be freaking out, too. Well, also, she's in a new relationship. Mm-hmm. And if this gets out, her relationship is done. She yeah. has lost all credibility, all respect in her social class, which is supposed to be, you know, top tier. And she's going to – how are you? How do you get a man after your sex tape comes out? I mean, yes, it's done in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the real single ladies, come on. It's so funny <laughs> because she was, like, you know, talking to Raquel, like, I got to go get that sex tape back with the guy. I forget his name who I did it with. And I'm like, wow. She knew exactly. That was a long time ago. Now she has to go through her roster of all the guys she's done sex tapes with and try to hunt and then it down. You're stressing. I mean, you don't need that stress in your head mm. to just, I mean, just take control of it or keep the sex tape for yourself if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I mean, in your next relationship, the guy might be like, that is kind of hot. Yeah, I don't like that totally she did it with someone else, <laughs> but I like how she thinks. Oh. And it wasn't her boyfriend who she did it with, and that was the first problem. It, he yeah. was, they weren't like together. They were just messing around and she did a sex tape with him. And it turned out to be Malcolm's brother. brother. Who, when his house got raided when he went to jail, the police took the tape. But how ironic that Keisha and um, Lauren London uh, are both in the book together that that girl had threatened when she had created it. Both of Mm -hmm. them together, and they both have men that are connected with each other. Small world there in that show. That's a good be careful with your sex tapes. (laughs) For you guys out there, please comment, rate, you know, let us know what you think about the sex tape on iTunes. And, you know, just to let you know, Apple has a new applications for your favorite iTunes podcast and single ladies is one of them. So please, you know, go download that application, rate, comment, subscribe. And if you've had trouble commenting on the iTunes podcast, the new application, um, it's so easy to comment. And we love reading your comments. We read them. Oh, yeah. And we we take them in. We, we actually do. address them. We do. So leave us a comment after you download the application, and we will air it out on the next show. If you're a quickie chick, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've actually saw someone the other day on Twitter. It said, I'm a wannabe quickie, quickie that's chick. That's so cute. Like, oh, that's, oh, that's adorable. It was adorable. She's a fan. Now, how did you come it. up with that idea, quickie chick? Well, I was doing quickie workouts in bed. They're real workouts that you just do on a bed and I shot a video of Is myself like doing it. That would be like your pelvis or something? <laughs> no, it's like it's like being on a yoga mat but on the bed. Oh, so it's it real working insta- out. It's a real workout. Oh, like I you there can was lose like weight. sexual innuendo and play. Well, now, this is on YouTube, right? I've yeah. heard that there's millions of yeah, views has for these about quickie workouts. million views. Wow. Whoa. That is impressive. It's, it, it's done very well. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Come on, we'll yeah, I know. You'll have to show us some moves sometime. So I did that, and then I got the views, and then I sold the book and continued developing it. Now I have a nice. website. Too, I Quickie love Chick. that. That's now, what's awesome. your website? QuickieChick.com. Nice. And I have people who send me emails and questions every day on dating advice. Should I break up with my boyfriend? How do I make him jealous? How do I, you know, burn my my fat on my butt? <laughs> you know, us girlfriends, we're always asking each other for, yeah. you know, different dating advice. What's the number one question that you get on your website? Dating question. Oh... Probably, how do I move on? Really? Oh, yeah. I can see that. Because I think every single woman has experienced that at one point in another. It's so hard. Trying to get over. And and really, I mean, people say, oh, and how do I flirt? It's Those are the two things. How do I move on? And then how do I flirt? But a lot of chicks, they ask me, how do I make my ex-boyfriend jealous? Mm. And I say, 
Wrong idea. If you want to actually move on, do not make the dude jealous. Right. Like, cut him off. Cut him off on Facebook. Block him. And you're not blocking him so that he can't see you. You're blocking him so, so that you, you can't, can't so see you him. Have him. I am. So agree. <laughs> yes, because... I'm so agree. Okay, do we not obsess? We and like, do. Oh. Well, what's he doing? And what are the photos? I, it's, it's to control yourself, really. Exactly. And so, yeah, block him. Well, that you do. You have to delete, delete, delete everything in order to not communicate with you them. You do. Because, and you will even try to, like, write their number like their number down, put it in a drawer. <laughs> but then you still pull it out to, like, send exactly. a text. Or just, like, you're always And when you have that, that moment of weakness and or you see some new car at his house do not text him and say really well i just uh, <laughs> just control yourself it's right. the one time to have self control control and then start dating immediately like start going well, go on tip, online dating a tip that we've given out that we, so some of us have even experienced is when we're trying to get over our ex what we'll do as single ladies or as girlfriends is we'll text the things that we wish we were saying to him to our girlfriend instead yeah. so she can receive it and respond for me so I feel like at least I let it out as opposed to giving it to him yes. you know yes. so that's something that's kind of therapeutic yeah whenever you have a moment recommend. of weakness call me instead <laughs> I'll have you on speed dial <laughs> I do I have girlfriends who have they'll text me okay I'm on a date and this is what he just said okay what do i say back like Whoa. please tell me you're in the bathroom or something just so that he's not watching this but so if you yeah. had to decide which lady from single ladies is are you the most relatable to oh. who did you like the best i, I mean i really liked raquel but oh, you i did that was your favorite i liked her sass but um but i would not i'm sorry i'm not going to date a younger guy and i also am not gonna i just the whole thing just doesn't do it for me I don't know. So Raquel, that's that, who that's her yeah, favorite. That's a good question. And you guys out there listening, think about that too as we go to a commercial break and we'll come right back and we'll talk about it more. Yay. Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Wooly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from Afterbuzz TV. And why? Because AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows, like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And AfterBuzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. Hooey! What a feeling! I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. All right, so we are back here in the studio, and we are having so much single ladies talk. Ow. Wait, let me ask you this, Laurel. We're talking all the single lady stuff. Are you single? Well, <laughs> I am. I am seeing somebody. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So you and, and he's younger. Okay. I How will much say, younger? Like, Hold on. You just said you much. wouldn't date a younger guy. How <laughs> much younger is he? It depends. He? It depends. I'll date a younger guy if he has all. If he's if he's already at that level, career wise. She was saying. Yeah. He has his. You know. And his headspace. If his headspace is already there, I'm not going to date a younger guy who is ready to play around. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do it. But. He's not at that place. He's ready to, you know, move forward and have a life, and, oh. and that's where I am. Yeah. So that's perfect. You, know. you said career-wise. Now, what if he didn't have a really great career, but you've seen a lot of potential in him? Do you think potential is a good guideline when you're dating somebody to date them or not? 
I don't believe that potential is enough. I just, I, I don't. Wow, really? See, I, I, I feel like I have all the potential in the world. <laughs> that was a great catch. Well, I, mean, I just believe but, I'm amazing. Just trust but me. What, is, what I mean by that is I don't want to like a guy and say he could be really great and and right. once he if does he would change this, this exactly and that's dudes do that to chicks too well i think you could be great if you do this okay no, so no. you're talking about potential as the person and the person they're going to become not necessarily career or not necess- is career too i mean here's the thing about the career is that if he's already if he's right now in the building phase mm-hmm. of his career you are not his focus i'm sorry you're not and maybe you know, i mean you're the mistress to, to his, his career. career. Oh, I like that. So if you if if that's okay with you, and if you're at a point where you're also career building, and he is, what would he be? The lover? <laughs> <laughs> then that's fine. Yeah. But you have to know that he's not going to have that much time for you. So basically, you have to play your role. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But it's not even exactly. potential with career. There's women who will say, well, he has so much potential. If he would just be faithful to me, then we would be perfect. If he, if he would, would just, just be faithful, treat me like better. the worst one on the If he planet. wasn't so cheap. Oh, he has my God. so much potential. You know? Know. Cheating is a big topic on the show. Yeah. We've talked about this all the time. What are your thoughts on cheating? Do you think you should let a man cheat no. as long as he... No. No. I am so completely and totally and wholly against cheating, I can hardly handle myself. Really? How do you cheating? really feel about it? No. <laughs> Even this whole screw the rules thing, I would think that you might be a little more open right, to... Right, more lenient, right? You would think that. But no? I, I guess that's the one rule that I, I do mm. not screw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't screw you have around. You screw you <laughs> only. Exactly. I mean, that's what, you know, I believe in a relationship that you should do absolutely, if when it comes to, to sex, I think you should do absolutely anything except someone else. So no. So what about uh, letting someone else into the bedroom no. uh, with permission? I don't think it's okay personally. I know other people do find it okay and they have fun with it. But what I think it causes jealousy and it causes a possibility of insecurity for oh, the girlfriend. Okay. Because I've then, seen that yeah, so many times. And you're going to sit there and you're like, but wait, but you got off on when she was doing that and yes. my body's not like that or my... And I it's just it's always in the back of your head somewhere. Yeah. Well, you know, I thought that's where they were going to go with the storyline when Tony Rockin had his girlfriend walk in. I thought he was going to say April is here to do a threesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I <laughs> but thought, he too. Didn't. He, he said massage. Raquel was like, I was like, I'm not massaging her feet. feet. <laughs> but they didn't tell us whether she wind up massaging the feet or not. I was I wondering. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I personally don't think threesomes work if it's a relationship that's solid. If again, if it's playing around and you're in mm-hmm. that phase of your life, yeah, okay, good, have fun, but mm-mm. no fooling around. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> do anything you want sexually for each other. Do the sex tape. Do you know? Shoot a porn. But that's later on in the relationship, right? Um, when you have trust, okay. you have to have trust. But I mean, even even if it's not later on, you have control of that sex tape. So even if it's very like beginning, you can just yeah, <laughs> delete it. You're now, like, what evidence? Trust in a relationship, obviously, we've been talking about is a big thing. And when you're starting to date somebody fresh off, you know, um, getting to know each other, you want to build that trust. And we've seen Taylor in this episode was speaking to Malcolm and trusting him and letting him know, you know, what's going on, what's really going going on with her family that you know they're not as successful as people may think they are that they're hitting rock bottom financially and we've seen a very vulnerable side or what do you guys think about being vulnerable and opening up in the beginning when you're dating somebody is that something that you should do should you put all your cards on the table or not um that's another instance where i say to screw the rules and yes i think you should be totally open on the first date i think you should tell them exactly who you are and what you've done and about your ex-boyfriends and about I mean, I just, I, 
just put it all out there. And if you don't like me, okay, great. But now you know who I am. Exactly. And I think guys actually like that. They want that raw side of you because so many chicks and dudes, they put up a front. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, You meet their representative first. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, they're putting on a show. And then people say, how come I don't feel deep, deep, you know, first love feeling? Well, first love feeling comes because when you're first love, you talk about everything. You're raw. Yeah. So you're standing there with your heart open. Of course you're going to get that that love because you're open to it. Well, I thought it was interesting that although she had this vulnerable moment, it was forced not only by Keisha, but I wasn't sure if if in that moment she was acting as if she really cared what he thought and mm-hmm. that she was really being vulnerable or if she was being manipulative. Because Malcolm too, I thought that he was going to cut her off when he heard her talking about climbing the social ladder and how it's going to be such a great business and how it's going to give his family and her family so much clout in the world. I thought that he was going to realize, oh, this relationship isn't of substance. I still love Keisha. But instead, he patted Taylor on the back. He did. And I was just really surprised with that. Malcolm was... Just as superficial as she was. Yeah, you know, Malcolm, he's a complex character for me. We see his, like, vulnerable, genuine side at Mm -hmm. times with Keisha. We know he really cares for her. But again, he is so money hungry. He is so driven. And his brother was saying earlier in the episode that he's just different. That's what Mm -hmm. he, when people tell him no, he's going to turn around and prove them wrong. Right. So I think he's torn. And that's why he's still in this relationship and patting her on the back because he does have that in the back of his mind like I want to be successful and almost at any means necessary. Well this makes me want to ask our dating expert over here (laughs) what is more important to your happiness passion or security because it's oftentimes very hard to have both. You can have both. I mean I, I think I think we really minimize our potential for happiness because we try and force it or we say well Mm -hmm. this is good enough yeah if you're saying it's good enough i'm sorry it is not enough it's realizing that you actually deserve to have absolutely everything Everything. yeah and then as soon as you digest that you will find it well there's an amazing quote um and i don't know if you guys at home watch newsroom we do it here um at after buzz but you guys totally should because the president on this show was saying he had he had married and then fallen in love with somebody who was working for him and he said how much of a coward am i that i married her and didn't wait for you Mm -hmm. you know because we do sometimes we get into relationships with people because we think this is the best that we're gonna get i'm not gonna get everything so let me just settle and I think that that's what Malcolm is doing in this moment. Definitely. He's settling so that he can just get that that clout. And I think, actually, if you talk to a lot of dating experts and matchmakers, they have all of these rules that they don't follow. And the reason why they don't follow them is because they the rules are safe. They're there mm. to just be parameters. And they're there so that you don't get your heart hurt. Yeah. If you open up your open yourself up, you could be vulnerable and you could get smashed to the ground. But matchmakers know there's so much more potential for deep guttural love, mm. and that's what they're waiting for. They know you can have passion and security, yeah. and they they will wait and they will look and they they know exactly what that looks like and how to find it. And that's why they don't. And that's also why oftentimes they're single. 
<laughs> that's why they I know I that asked, it exists. I yeah. asked you if you were single because that's one thing, you know, okay, you're an expert. Well, you know, are you dating somebody or are you on the playing field like me? I, I mean, I am a serial monogamist. I've, I've, I'm always in a relationship. Yeah. And I recently realized that I was in relationships with people who were not right for me because I was settling, because I yeah. was forcing it. And I just, I wanted that security mm-hmm. or I wanted that passion or it was always an or. And I'll then I would break this, up. Compromise ex- exactly. And then I would be upset and resentful and then break up. And finally, I've found both. Well, isn't there the 80-20 rule where you, you, they need to at least have 80%? I'll, I'll sacrifice the 20% as long as they have 80%, right? That's actually a really good point. When it comes, though, to, to passion and security, you can have both. But there are other things. There are 20% of things that dude's not going to have. I mean, he's just not. And that's why you have girlfriends. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank God for my girlfriends. Because you're I don't not going to be the lady. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you need girlfriends to talk you about do. shoes, to talk about shopping, to talk about you know emotions, whatever it is that he is not serving. Mm-hmm. You don't want him to be everything for you. I'm sorry. That is so boring. Yeah. It's just... Oh, well, it's impossible at the same time, it's, too. It, it's impossible. Because then you lose yourselves in each other. Yeah. So you need to realize that perfection and that having everything is actually having everything from him and then allowing yourself to have more life with your girlfriends. Yeah. Totally. Then that's and, well, a full that's, life. What, that's what we see on the single ladies is they're battling these same exact issues mm-hmm. that we deal with every single day. They need to read this book. Yes, this book again. <laughs> Quickie Chicks Cheat Sheets, uh, basically everything. Um, I do notice that in this book you do talk about finance. And it, it kind of is a big portion of the book. And why did you feel it was important to talk about finance to these women who are reading this book? I am all about being an independent chick. I mean, I think it's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it's, the other band. The oh. other Destiny Child. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hands up, Batman. I don't know that. We, just, it's, it's we broke out at the same time. <laughs> and the same dance, too. Um, I, I, I want to be an independent. I've always been independent, and I think it's great if a, if a guy wants to support you and can support you. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. But chicks need to learn how to take care of their you money. You need to be able to do it yourself yeah. first before you depend on somebody else to do it. I or so else agree. you're going to be afraid, and yeah. you're going to stay in that relationship. Yeah, for the wrong reason. And I'm Dominican and you know one thing in the Dominican culture that it just stands out that most of the men are the providers and in the Dominican Republic you know if you have enough money to provide more than one from more than one family you can do so. You can have more than one relationship and women will put up with it I think because oh. they're financially dependent on these men. So I feel if they had a little more independence financially they wouldn't stay in these relationships relationships. So I do agree with you when you say, you know, it's important to be independent. But I also uh, I also <laughs> think that a man should be a man like on a first date, he should pay. I'm there, sorry. I he totally agree. There is absolutely no way I will ever even glance at the check on a first date. I'm sorry. It, it does not exist to me. See, like, you oh. know, I, <laughs> I, I play a little game. When I go on a first date, I'll throw out my card just to see if he offers. And if he makes me pay, I feel like you're not trying to impress me. And it's not even how big or small. The bill could be $10. Yes. But if you want me to pay half, and it just makes me think later on in the relationship, okay, I'm thinking a little head here, but if we get married and have kids... And and I'm on maternity leave, and I'm trying to take care of my kids. Are you going to make me go to work you when still I'm not work even those healed? Forty hours. <laughs> like, you know, that's, no. It's, first of all, I don't think that you should throw out the credit card because no. 
some guys, they'll take it because they're afraid that you're that independent chick who's going to, like, you know, make a statement. So oh, they'll say, okay, okay trying to be fine. respectful, right? But you're actually emasculating them. You think so? Yeah, I do. But but it's more than just making sure that he can take care of you financially because that is, I mean... Well, I hear men say all the time, I like when she offers. I like when she offers. Yeah. So, I don't care. I, if I've gone on several dates with you, I'll fake offer, but it's never really real. <laughs> I really don't. No women ever want to pay. I'm sorry. It makes the cuckoo go dry. That is what I tell everybody. It is the hugest turnoff. But a lot of chicks do offer and it's because they don't feel that they deserve to be paid for. Mm. It's such a, because he's more attractive or he's better in some way or he's more successful and well, I'm not that great. No, you go with leading with confidence. Well, that's one thing that I always appreciate about Keisha's character is that she owns it and she knows what she deserves. People can say that she's a gold digger, but she's really not. She has her own money. She just happens to have rich men who fall in love with her mm-hmm. that exactly. buy her Aston Martins. Yeah. And so, <laughs> hey, um, can twice. I get one? But, <laughs> but do you know why that happens? The reason is because she's confident. Yeah. And because, she, you know, she knows it. And and she's and guys like a confident chick. They do. Oh, yeah. And that's also that's why the I have the number one rule, right? Yes, con- absolutely. Even if you're feeling insecure, fake it. I Don't mean, I'm all about know. faking it. I have a whole thing in the book about faking it. Hey. And it's just, it's faking it until it's real. And that's also the thing with the money. Okay. Guys find what, that what, sexy. Where is I want to I <laughs> learn about this How to fake, fake it. it. <laughs> what are you faking till it's real? Is it in Not the, the bed? orgasm? Never. Right? Never. Never. Okay. Girls do that a lot. I know. And I think it's the wrong thing because you're training him the wrong. I mean, you're saying that was so great. And it wasn't. And it wasn't. Yeah. And then what's he going to do next time? Same thing. Yep. And it's going to be He's bad gonna be like, oh, again. Oh, well, like that. And yeah. then you're going to be disappointed. Okay. Exactly. So if you can't fake it in the bed, what should you fake? You should fake confidence. Um, you should you should fake. Well, you shouldn't fake fake money but it, mostly it, it's confidence yeah. and 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 that you feel pretty and that you feel worthy mm-hmm. and and I think that if you go into something with that and if you don't have the confidence I have a, a thing that called power panties power panties yeah <laughs> I, ha- I do have them on right now they're red what do they look like I want to see these pa- well they're red panties. Okay. So nice. according to feng shui belief, if you wear red, it helps to improve your confidence and luck. Oh. In I business, wear red all the time. Exactly. Yeah. A spicy in color. In business and in personal. So it's not about turning him on. These panties are not for him. They're for These you. are for me. So that I walk into that meeting no, or the date. Can you have confidence and power with... Um, Red uh, granny panties, or it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> have to be cute, because <laughs> I can rock. No, but you don't want to be caught with those grannies on, because then that's so embarrassing. <laughs> You're like, Sammy, why did I wear this oh, underwear today? And then, I mean, and that's also when you go on a date and you and you you're not going to sleep with the guy. You make that decision. I'm not going to sleep with him, oh, and so you have bad panties on and you didn't oh. shave, and then you do. That's okay. That's that a, hasn't happened to me yet. Topic. This is, <laughs> oh. you know, a common single ladies topic. You know, when should you give up the goods? Is first date the right time or is that a, just a no-no? You should never do it on the first date. Um, that's another screwing the rules. Uh, it's it's whenever you feel when like it. Yeah. Really. I mean, if it's the first date, fine. If it's not for a while, fine. I, but here's the thing, though, is in order, again, to have that deep, guttural, like, childhood love, it's 
communication, conversation. And I think one of the problems with having sex so early is we don't talk. We don't get to know each other. You don't know who you're sleeping with. But you all, I mean, and yeah, you might sleep with a guy the first day and the next day you're like, oh, why did I do that? And then you're over him and he's all about you. And you you. get all emotional and you're like, your souls are connected and they're really not. No, they're not. (laughs) You set yourself up for failure. And you you need to talk. I mean, you get to know him as if you were in high school. Yeah. Remember when you had that like pitter-patter feeling and you're so excited because he's going to call you and you would spend six hours on the phone every night until your mom told, told, told the thing out of the wall. And, <laughs> and, and that's what it is. I mean, that's if you want real love, you have to establish that first. And so if you're going to have sex, all right, it might get in the way. Okay, so you think sometimes, you know, having sex too early could get in the way of a possible good relationship. Learning each other, probably. Because then you're not talking. So, I mean, as as insane as this sounds, I think one of the best ways to start a relationship is long distance. Ooh. You know, okay, so one of my (laughs) best relationships that I've ever had, I've never felt so in love. It was long distance, and it was exactly because of that. We would speak hours and hours on the phone well, like we all were in you high have. school. Yeah, but we really were able to get to know each other and fall in love and then everything else was great too but it came exactly. later. Exactly. And and the thing is at the beginning you don't have that base. So any of those little things mm-hmm. that annoy you about him, they're total turnoffs immediately. All you have is attraction. <laughs> yeah. The first couple dates, it's only based on attraction. So any one little thing that's not attractive, you're like, forget it. But can't, I mean, I would argue that long distance is really hard because See, you're end, not able to share memories and yeah. make memories at together. The you're just it's good. telling each other what's going on in your yeah. life. You're not experiencing yeah. it totally with one another. I agree. It's yeah. at the beginning. It's the first maybe couple of weeks or, mm-hmm. you know, or month. Okay, so when you meet okay. a hot guy, you like you should go away for a couple weeks. That way you can build <laughs> build that I interaction real quick. <laughs> it's it's just I mean it's it's only it, in your mind saying I know I'm going to get to know him. I want to have phone calls, and we're so yeah. over phones right now. And so get back in it. You are you know the rela- dating expert. Have you read uh, Why Men Love Bitches? I, I haven't read it, but I know a lot about in it. In there, there is a, maybe it could be considered a quickie tip as well. Um, but one of the women, were, her testimony was that when she wants to get the sizzle and the spice back into a relationship, she'll go away for the weekend to make her man miss her. She's like, oh, I have to go out of town to go visit my mom. Or just, she'll come up with an excuse and take a vacation from each other. So that when she comes back, he's like, oh, babe, I've missed you. I've, you know, I've needed you. Or where, you know, so what do, what do you think about that? Do you think that's a good tip? I think it can work. Unless you are a nagger. Mm. And when you're gone, he's like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I would I didn't never even notice want you were gone. Really? <laughs> right. Exactly. Back so soon. Yeah. And, and that's the problem. I think if you want to spice up your relationship, you have to start flirting with your man. It's just yeah. go out, buy that se- that you know sexy panties again, go out to a restaurant, give him that look, give him those eyes, flirt with him as if it's your first date. Yeah, yeah. have fun with it. Have that ju- that verbal jousting again. That's so sexy, and it's guys like a strong chick. They do. Yeah. they want a chick mm-hmm. who will joust with them and who's gonna like. They want you be to challenge them too. <laughs> yeah, they want you to be sexy and strong, and and that's what they like. Yeah. And that's one of the things that you should fake, even if you don't feel strong and sexy. Be it. Embody Fake that. Fake it till you make it. Fake okay, it so till you are. You said to be vulnerable earlier. Yes. Now, how can you be vulnerable yet strong and sexy in the beginning? Because you said be vulnerable, put your cards on the table. But well, you is it s- vulnerability or honesty? Raw. Just raw. It's raw. raw. I mean, that's, vul- that's, 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 <laughs> I like that's that. Word, raw. I love that word. <laughs> Spicy body calls it raw dog. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. That's the best. No. It, it is. It's and you can be both but vulnerable yeah. and strong because you're saying this is who I am. You're doing it confidently. You're Either not you saying accept me or this is not. who I am. Oh. You know, April on the show, um, I don't think we explained it to you, but to me, she is the, like, everything that Ra would be. She, last season, was sleeping with the mayor. She cheated on her husband. Mm. Not such a great thing. But, you know, this season, she owns it. And she tells people, this is what happened. Yeah. And a lot of women would try to sweep that and put that under the rug. But she just, this is who I am. Yeah, this is what happened. I'm not proud of it. But this is what I did. That's a big part of it, though. It's admitting, that's where the vulnerability comes in. I screwed up. And I, and I don't feel good about it. And I've mm-hmm. learned from it. And I'm not mm-hmm. going to do it again. And this is what I learned from that experience. But yes, it is owning. I mean, I've done a lot of things in my past that I'm not proud of. Mm-hmm. And and I've had a lot of relationships. And, and I just have to own them. And, yeah. and this is what I've done and who I am. And you know what's great is that's made me who I am today. Yes, yeah. totally. And also, too, you have to also know what you will and will not compromise. Because speaking of April, she did the same exact thing with the stripper. They just Mm -hmm. broke up. But she was like, as much as I like you and I don't care what anybody says that you're a stripper, I'm not okay with you taking money that's thrown at you whenever for, you know, female attention. Yeah. So she, she, she knew what she was willing to compromise and what she wasn't. She was proud of what he did, but at the, at the same time, she didn't like the behavior that went with it. That's that's the thing about baggage is baggage. Yeah, there, oh, there's there. <laughs> but that there's two sides to baggage, though. <laughs> I think baggage is good and bad. I have a lot of baggage. I do. But is it like Louis Vuitton luxury (laughs) baggage? (laughs) (laughs) Or is it Jan Sport? No, no, no. It's 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 a lot of Louis Vuitton baggage. (laughs) But the good thing about baggage, and this is also why I don't like to date younger guys, is they don't have any. Mm -hmm. And what I like about baggage is it also creates depth of character. Yes, and it makes it so that you understand more, you understand feelings more, you're available more, and that's because of the baggage. Yeah. But it's also you have to be okay. Yes, I'm. I'm not okay with you having money thrown at you. So that's that is baggage that I'm not okay with. So knowing where your lines are, right? Totally. What are your hard limits? Now we can just go on for days. Thank you so much. That I'm just overwhelmed. Oh, I'm I need reading to get this book. The book. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to Afterbus TV and then going to Amazon and getting this Thank book. You. I will quote you on every spicy tip I steal from your Quickie Chick What's your book. Twitter? We can follow you on <laughs> Twitter. I'm, I'm at Quickie Chick. So if you have questions or Quickie want, Chick. yeah, if you want dating now, the my my. Video blogs and my website is actually a lot spicier than the book. Yeah. The next one is going to be even spicier. Nice. nice. And Maricela is all about that spice. I am. I have to read this book. I read every relationship book known to man, and I get a lot of inspiration and spicy tips from this and single ladies. Yeah. So I, this is the next book that I've got to conquer. I've I read predict it. that your next book is going to just be a bestseller. Like that's already a hit in my head. Speaking of she predictions, I know we're going to have you back. <laughs> Speaking of predictions, let's, you know, wrap it up and talk about predictions on the show. Oh, wait, we had to do a little thing. (laughs) I'm trying to learn. That's our predictions dance. Okay, so we've seen a lot of the characters on the show go through a lot this episode. I predict that Presley, um, Omar's sister, will 
go with her boyfriend, get engaged, but then soon come back to Omar. I predict that Raquel will not be going back to a little boy. Yeah. I predict Keisha is, you know, her heart is going to harden towards Malcolm. Oh. I do predict that. And I predict April will be getting spicy in the sheets the next episode. Ow. You know, I like that. What, what are your summary so. predictions? Um, I'm going to have to go with the Keisha and Malcolm as my main prediction storyline. I see that Taylor is not going to be there for him. She's not going to be that down chick. Mm -hmm. And so what he thinks that he wants, he's going to realize isn't really what he wants, that he wants that ride or die, stand by your man, and Keisha offers that to him. So Mm -hmm. I think that he's going to wind up leaving her at the altar or something for Keisha. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I, I think that Malcolm is gonna gonna leave. He's gonna Taylor. do passion or, over security. Or he's gonna try and and have an affair with Keisha. Oh, Ooh, that would that would be spicy. because he realizes that's where the passion is. And yeah. guys, I mean, guys don't always think with this head. No, they don't. <laughs> that was. We love your insight. We have to have you back. Please tell our viewers again where what's your site, what's your Twitter, where we can get your. But we just we want it all. We want, we want more all. of you. Thank you. Quickiechick.com, and I have a lot of. Sad Sassy dating tips on there at Quickie Chick for Twitter and Facebook forward slash Quickie Chick. And now those videos, <laughs> are those on your website too? Yes, and on YouTube forward slash Quickie Chick as well. Nice. Well, we're going to yeah. have to tweet those out to everybody And too. I also, if you want videos, send me emails of what kind of videos you want. What do you want me to talk about? Because anything that has to do with screwing the rules, yes, I will talk about. We have a whole about. list right here. Spicy Maddie, where, where can we keep in contact with you? You guys can play with my Twitter day and night Woo-hoo! at Spicy underscore Maddie. That's S-P-I-C-Y underscore M-A-R. And you can now catch me on www.thespicylife.com. Yay! It's done! My website's done. Yay! (laughs) And Ellen, to keep in contact with me, you just go to your Twitter, Miss Mercedes. That's M I S Mercedes. And I also have an Instagram that I love to play with. Um, Thank you so much for being on the show, you guys. We had a great time. And for our host, Lauren, she's going to be having surgery. So we want to send a special shout out to Lauren and prayers Prayers, with her. Energy, all of that good stuff. Energy, lots of love. Lauren, we love you, and we will see you next week for the next episode of Single Ladies on AfterBuzz TV. Thank you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.